You have entered the place of no return. This is our new Twilight Zone podcast. Welcome to the place of no return. My name is Bradley Jones. My name is Andrew Moldenhauer. And I'm Andy Hubert. You guys didn't do as spooky as me. No. We don't have time. We gotta wrap it up. We gotta we gotta go. We gotta move. This, this is episode five of the new no, Twilight six, Zone six, podcast. Six. Episode six. Six. Brand. I'm always gonna be one off. Yeah. I messed it up last time. And this one is called Six Degrees of Freedom. You think it'd be yes. easy to remember that it's six and six? Not episode six. Mm. <laughs> a space. It was a space episode. one. Space finally. We finally, finally get to go to space. Twilight Zone. They went to space. I've been waiting for space. And we were alluded to this from a nightmare at thirty thousand feet. There yep. was a Mission to Mars poster in the background. It was coming up. The there moon. was, uh, and I think there was also a reference in episode three. Rewind. I think they had one in there too about a r- the r- rocket runaway space. Yeah, because you were mentioning on the newspaper. Oh, on the newspaper. On on. Yeah. Jordan Pale's Jordan newspaper. Jordan Pale's newspaper. Yep. Yeah, I think so. So, same universe. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't far, think everything's the same universe. Yeah, I don't think that there's been anything that has been outside of the universe that yeah, they've I presented mean, so far. No. Hmm. This is... A, so, yeah. basically, are we assuming that this kid is president when this happens? I think that's my a possibility, thought. yeah. That was my first thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nuclear war. Then he, like, caused trouble with the Russians. Yeah, yeah, but was that but also there's real. like space aliens involved? Are they the same aliens from Episode Four? That's a good question too. It's, it's a likely possibility. It seems like it's very likely. I mean, they invaded. Mm-hmm. So okay, should we talk about what happened no, in the episode? No, let's not. Let's talk about something else. Okay, perfect. Um, what do you What do you guys like to do? On, uh, I don't so you're not going to be able to do that. What do you mean? What do you mean? I can't you're do Stalin. it. Stalin. Stalin. Joseph Stalin for time. Yes, because <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I was trying to do a goo. You were doing a goo. <laughs> oh, this guy's falling asleep. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm done with this. This is boring me. I'm out of here. There's a bunch of space episodes in the original series. I've been waiting for one. This is my, I'm, I was excited. Yeah? Yeah. You love a space mo- I, I love, movie. I love a, a spaces. You Can like, you think uh, of any space uh, original Twilight Zone episodes? The, there was the one that I thought about the most throughout this entire episode, so much that it... I went and watched the original one after this Ooh. episode, which is a shot an arrow into the sky. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of my it's one of my favorite old episodes. So I was like, yes, yes. yes. I, I rewatched that one and I rewatched the Martian one that you guys talked about. Oh, in the diner, time. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that one's great. That is a really good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got such a funny little gag at the end that like you're <laughs> like, I know you're trying to do it seriously, but it's so campy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like one upmanship. It's fun. Yeah. We talk about it at the end of the episode. There's also another space one that I'm reminded of where it's this family that's like fleeing some kind of like dispute in their country. They're having, Mm. it's like some civil like thing. And so basically like there's a spaceship that they can get on and go to another planet. So they all decide to get onto the spaceship. And then the the reveal is basically that they're going to the third planet away from the sun mm-hmm. in the solar system. They're escaping mm-hmm. to Earth. Yeah. That's the episode before the arrow shot into the sky, which is weird. They do like a space episode back to back. Yeah. That's oh, that so is interesting. Season 114, and then the arrow is season 115. So. Wow. Good polls. <laughs> I was just watching it today. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 
So we have a spaceship here called the Bradbury Heavy. I think that's yes. what the name of it is. Mm-hmm. We see some numbers. Uh, we see the 1015 in a briefing at the beginning. Yes, it's like claim numbers, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But that 1015 shows up here. It's a Whipple ship. Yes. <laughs> this Apple product. Mr. Whipple. <laughs> Mr. Whipple, is he's got his money in his, his hands in every, everything, everyone's pocket. So this spaceship is on a mission to Mars. Is it just like a surveying mission? What is the purpose? Uh, I think it's like the first successful like human landing. Well, they on said Mars. yeah, it's the first one on Mars, but it's also the start of the colonization of Mars. Like so they're, they're the first, the first to go, many, to, many to go. Yeah, is they're, the like, idea. they're like pilgrims. Mm-hmm. Were, was there a chance of ever coming back or no? They, they said it was a round trip. It was supposed to be a round trip. That's what I thought. But it was going to um, take four years to get there. Yeah. Yep. Um, Does it take four years to get there? I think so. Okay, I'm trying to remember about remember yeah, the Martian. Yeah, maybe it took two years to get there, and then two years to get back. Maybe. Yeah, that I've, might make more sense. I don't know. But they go in the ship. It's got a little porthole in it that closes for radiation and for narrative purposes. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like written <laughs> conveniently. Yeah. For whatever reason. For your viewing pleasure. <laughs> so what do you think of the interior of the spaceship, first off? I liked off? it. I, I thought it was... You know, like sleek, but you still you don't see a lot of it. It's just no. like the cockpit, I think it's, and then like a I think dining it's small. area. It is small. Yeah, it is small. Like everyone's sleeping humongous. in like bunk beds in the same room, mm-hmm. right? Yep, they don't There's have their like own one little like kind of. There's only four bunk beds and five people. That irked me a little bit. I don't know mm. what that fifth person's sleeping, but they might have had a cot. Sleeping in see. Yeah, sleeping in shifts, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> hot bunking. Hot bunking. That's what they call they, it in the Navy. Yeah, the, well, they definitely hot bunked uh, later oh, on. Oh, yeah, there's some hot bunking that happens. Yeah. So, okay, basically, this, the setup is that they're about to go to Mars yes. on this mission. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, nine minutes before they're about to uh, to to shoot off, there is a... Talking about shooting off in here? Well, they're blasting off, okay? <laughs> but popping off. They're, they're going to pop off. They're going to whipple out and blast yep. off. The Koreans and the Russians are going to nuke the world, essentially, and the world no, they is going to come started. to an end. Yeah, the missiles no, yeah, are coming. They said that, like, they said LA and Seattle were already hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're on the launch pad, basically deciding, like, are we going to stay well, here they, and get hit, They, they too? said, I think they mentioned that there was, like, a rocket on the way there, And everyone's telling them to abort the mission. And it's kind of up to them whether or not they launch or not. Yeah. Go against orders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They take a vote. But inside, like, only one of them doesn't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh, the captain, the pilot, the engineer. The engineer is the one that doesn't want to go. The one that (laughs) claims to have, like, crew vitals. That's her thing. The ship doctor. And then uh, Jerry, who's just the specialist. Yeah, mission specialist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So we have got, like, five people there all doing a job. The engineer is the only one that says not to go. Right. But she just overruled, and they end up going. Because the commander's the commander. She's like, what, is this a democracy? And the commander's yeah. like, nah. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, just, it's just basically the room. like I'm house rules, going. and it's her house. Mm-hmm. Abort or go. We have no choice. We have to abort. I did not train for four years and give up my only family to be nuked on a launch pad. Fucking go. Catherine, Go. We should treat this like every other cause for environmental evacuation, a hurricane, or an earthquake. Jerry. It... Fuck. Jerry. Go. You hesitated. Because how can this possibly be happening? Four go, one no. So what is this, fucking majority rules? No, it's not majority rules. I am commander of this mission. My rules. Continue launch control protocols. 
who's your housekeeper Let and then she was real house. mad about it way too long i was like girl you need to let it go she holds that grudge for she a really long does while. yeah well she lost all of her hope because all of her family is dead now everybody's Which basically get, they assumed but, everybody on on planet earth is dead yeah they have no. They they managed to tell Mission Control that they're going, and Mission Control's like, "Yep, nope, Godspeed." And you hear We're in the background dead. that like the U.S. is launching missiles, and you hear Russians like that they intercept these messages from Russians through like static, and they're they're like saying like, "Oh, I think we're being bombed." And the missiles are specifically on the way to the hangar too. Yeah, they're on the way to their launch they facility. Are. Yeah, and they, then they they like the commander had a point where two were like I think they were talking when they were deciding whether to leave. Where they she's like, look, we wouldn't even make it like off of this tower, the launch tower, before that missile hit. Like, there's no time. Like, it's either we don't go and we die immediately. There's no chance of getting out of here, or we launch. <laughs> I think as a viewer though, this this like doesn't really like leave you wondering or begging any questions. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like you're okay now we're now we're just on the ship and we have to just accept where we're at. Yeah. I think I'm saying in like that respect, like the next few scenes feel like kind of flat from for this the narration. None of the characters feel very well developed. Right. Yeah, I thought they were okay. I think the I think the what fell flat the most for me was the lapse of time. I never felt it. Yeah. They give you title cards, and I thought even... I wasn't the, even paying. There's too many numbers on the Even screen. the title cards yeah. I thought were ineffective, because the title cards were counting down days to Mars, and I think they should have been counting days since launch. I, and I, I think had that the same helped, thought. I think that would have helped way better. It com- convey the time. I watched it twice, the first and the second time. I had to remember that it was doing it backwards. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they've already been out there for like 280 days? Yeah. And it was like, the next time it was like 250, and I was like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I would agree with you. That, those like, those the telecards are a bad feel, thing. And, that, and like, that's that's their only narr- narrative element that they're using is like, all right, we'll use these like little snippets and we'll just have vignettes of where they are. Yeah. And I next... felt like the interior of the ship, I don't think changed a whole, like the, the only real visible lapse of time was the one dude's like beard. Oh, that, that was like that, like his horrible chin skimpy, strap neck beard skimpy thing. Beard. Yeah, yeah. That was like the only visible evidence that time was changing, which I honestly think is the reason his character, like that beard, existed, was to help convey the time passing, mm-hmm. which makes sense. I think that's a useful way to do it. I just wish there'd been more, like maybe like do the ship just looks more lived in later, but it still looked pretty clean the whole time, right? I mean, right. one of them's even vacuuming with a Dyson at one point. And I was like, well, I guess if you got nothing else to do, you might as well clean the place. <laughs> but, it would have been fine, like, someone keeping track of the days in some way, putting, like, uh, buttons in a container or crossing things off a calendar. Yeah, like having a big wall of, like, marks for the days sure. on it or something. They're crossing off. Yeah, you're off saying, and... like, have the character actually yeah, have do the, it. Yeah, instead of, <laughs> yeah. Instead of yeah. just the title cards. Yeah. Because yeah. it could yeah. also be somebody, like, wanting to count the days down, too. Like, I want to get out of this ship. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ray is the one that's kind of against everybody. Um, right, she should be the one that's actually counting it down. Right. Yeah. I can't wait to finally get out of the ship with you, with you people. Mm-hmm. There's not enough like conflict with the with the characters. There's an onboard computer system called Tina. Yep. The transport information network AI unit, and it 
helps them play music. It's just an it, like, Alexa. Some, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like I, I was expecting a hell thing, but it, it really wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was, it it was really more just an Alexa evil. kind of thing. So yeah. it didn't really. Like, um, t- I thought it was gonna, like talk to one of them or yeah, have more of an influence on what was happening, but that didn't really seem to happen. Nope. There's a moment where Jerry, who is the specialist, is tinkering with something in the ship. And he sees a little blip on his iPad, mm-hmm. and it's like an, a little bit of a like a creep, body like image a shape or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, it's like image a video drome type thing where mm-hmm. it's like the image yeah. is like kind of popping out from the. It's like one of those magic is. eye pictures, right? You know, where you stare at. It mm-hmm. So it's we're trying. To, I'm trying to think if it's going to be like an alien kind of thing, or if like one person's going to turn on the other ones, or one of them's going to go crazy. Yep. There's a lot of science fiction films to pull from that. Oh like, my they Could have been doing Event Horizon, Pandorum. <clears throat> this is a lot like Sunshine. This they, was kind of an underrated movie. I don't think anyone saw that for was the the most obvious reference for me was the meal that they all share. Alien has the broken is exactly alien. Mm-hmm. Like they for sure were doing that, and I think that was a good scene. To establish, like, you know, this crew going somewhere together, which is why they do it in Alien, too. It, it humanizes everyone. They're, like, just eating and having, like, a family meal almost. Well, they should have kept coming back to that, to, like, everyone's good and then there's a problem mm-hmm. and then it escalates, but you yeah. don't really get that. We only get some sort of, like, conflict when the captain in the. Um, well, Ray is trying to contact home like constantly. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the captain's like, "You got to just stop." It's like it's pointless. Yeah, to you're the just, point where she basically yourself. tells Tina to restrict all calls. These calls you're making won't do anyone any good. We need to accept what happened. We need to move on. Tina, no more soft phone calls to Earth without my permission. Communications to Earth are blocked. So I'm thinking, like, maybe she's in on something. Yeah, I think you're meant to like be suspicious i think yeah. of the the commander i kind of wish like, they, like she had like a hidden narrative or something that she was trying to do there's a, there is a lot of misdirections that's in interesting I, there's I, there's like a, a whole lot of misdirections. i never got episode. like suspicious i i always thought yeah, that you they weren't all, supposed like, to i thought all of them were like didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. i was kind of waiting for one of them to be like some sort of like saboteur or something like that right yeah, yeah i was expecting much more event horizon than we got but i liked what we did get mm-hmm I, and I, I like your idea, Brad, that Tina should have been, like, more of a central role somehow. Like, maybe she could have even been talking to Jerry as he's, like, figuring out his plans. Because, mm-hmm. like, his information's bad, but he can be giving it to her for, the, like, the results. Like, she's, like, doing the analysis for him. Right. And they Which could, I know I'm talking vaguely, but this Well, is there could be, out. like, a paranoia po- uh, point where he, like, has all this information, and then he, like, goes to show the crew, and none of it's there. It's like it was just here. Oh yeah, Tina, where's that information? Right. She's like, I have, no, I have no idea what you're talking about, Jerry, and like a hell, mm-hmm. um, 2001 kind of voice, yep. you know? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was expecting to happen. Yeah, because yeah. he's like writing it down, and, and that's what uh, I think the aliens. Uh, spoiler at the end of the film, were actually trying to do, but like they they misdirect at the same they time. misdirect twice on this premise mm-hmm. where like they I thought it was when I was initially watching the episode I was like oh it's so obvious right up front they're gonna be like they never even left the planet because they're like there's one window and we close it the whole time <laughs> and I was like well now yeah. they can't see and uh, so I was like oh that's goofy so and then like but then halfway through like yeah the it was a Jerry or whatever like mm-hmm. the one guy was just like we never even left Earth it's all a simulation I was like oh they're just coming right out with it on this one okay <laughs> and then. Like, Mr. Egg, no, they make it to Mars. But then 
misdirect again that was still part of a plan and they were being messed with it was it was good i, I actually liked like the the twist at the end yeah it felt, i like i like the double twist overall I, this i think this episode felt very twilight zoney i think more oh, so sure. than some of the other ones that we've it, it encountered. did except for i think the dialogue like going back and watching the older twilight zone episodes those feel like stage plays mm. yeah okay uh, absolutely the, this does not you right. can't you couldn't do this on a stage and get away with it you ha- they rely yeah, a lot on visuals and patches of time this whole new things. series yeah i don't think it's really gonna yeah, be done could, on a stage you could maybe do the comedian that's like you the, could do that's parts the only of it one. yeah that one would probably work yeah but all the other ones you really can't do you might be able to do flight yeah but the original flights you could definitely do on a, on a stage and get away with Ooh, can you imagine actually like watching a stage version of that that would be fun yeah be have the gremlin good. like on the side oh and my yes. god and it's like hanging out into the audience yeah yeah that'd be really oh. cool oh man i want to see that Someone you guys want to do a twilight on. zone play is right, that what this we're podcast gonna produce it. Be we'll produce amazing. it <laughs> we'll each write and direct an episode okay put it on a play do 90 minutes long okay yeah <laughs> all right are we writing like our new episode no we're just redoing the redoing episode. yeah why, okay. why would we bother yeah right 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 but that's not what like, people want i guess my question people is want like, is, the musical. is that legal as long as we don't charge anybody we just take donations at the door okay okay we could do that yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm down i'm down i can pick out some uh great episodes but but that's like one of the biggest things that i was like picking up was like wow this dialogue is just like not important there are shots here that are like dragging and don't help the yep. plot yeah they so, don't yeah. build a character there's one in particular where the captain is just like pulling um on like a row rowing thing while it's a great looking shot like what does that do for any, anybody that, w- that right. was another shot i think that one was another one reference to like other side like that one i think felt very 2001 because they like the exercise equipment is yeah, a lot it's of just referencing a, um, something else. Then. Right, was, they're being very discreet. So, like, her in particular, she's rowing, but then they, like, cut to her mental images, and they're, like, snapshots of her rowing in college or something like that, yeah. we yeah. assume. And then, like, you get snippets of, like, she was in a marriage or a relationship that, like, fell apart. So everybody gave up something. That was a line yep. that happened. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The the captain gave up her wife. I don't know what the pilot gave up. Maybe some sort of education or not, or his family. I'm not sure. Ray gave up also her family. Yeah, she got like divorced yep. to go on the. Oh mission. yeah, she got rid of her husband. Yeah. Catherine was gonna have babies, but then didn't. The crew vitals girl, mm-hmm. the redhead, and I forget what Jerry was gave up, gave up, but he did give up something. Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. made a sacrifice to go to the to Mars. Yeah, yes, a personal sacrifice. Mm-hmm. This is one of the longest episodes I think we've had, right? It is. I, I wasn't checking. I didn't remember the actual runtime. It's like run 55 time, to 60. It's, it's on the longer side, and I they thought it was... probably cut some things. I think the length was designed to make the... Again, reinforce the passage of time, make it feel like they've been doing this for a long time, but I thought it hurt the episode. I thought mm-hmm. it was too long. Yeah. Because you're right, like there, random, were, there, were, like like there were a lot of filled shots that didn't matter... And I'm like, why do we have to watch this? Is it just to express how mundane this long travel is and why they're be getting paranoid and at each other's throats? As as long as things are, they don't feel like they connect back like fast. Yeah. Like all the characters, any sign of conflict just gets like corrected in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Like the perfect one is that Ray has sex with the one of the guys. The pilot, yeah. And the captain sees this and then gets 
basically like berates them in the next scene like you can't be that having sex yes. because like if you, you have a kid we don't have feed. enough mouths to feed i thought that was weird because but then, of like, how fast it, that moved yeah right and it could have been like maybe maybe it could have looked like ray was trying to like convince other people like on her side if mm-hmm. they could have went with that story element but they didn't decide to do that yeah. whatsoever yeah. so it didn't it didn't actually impact the story in any yeah, way yeah i thought maybe that would just and create it never some... got like brought up again yeah i thought it would be underlying tension maybe like there'd be more scenes now where they're con- like they're, they're exchanging looks because the captain knows and stuff and like she what knows if she the did captain get pregnant knows. Mm-hmm. like what if that yeah. just did happen also, <laughs> also the crew vitals woman wanted a baby that could have been some sort of yeah. conflict there is like yeah. why'd you choose her and not me right yeah like, like you're, you're writing a, a storyline like, like why, not, yeah. why not create more anything. problems and the I captain like not there should be way more internal yeah conflict. and she runs away like when she sees them doing that and so i was like oh man this will be interesting and then yeah no it's just the next shot is her ordering people to not bang on the ship <laughs> and you're like oh okay and then okay yeah. conflict over now yeah. ray's just mad again it's like, like are you a dictator it just works that way I, like, all right they're not gonna have sex now it was like they, it was like they needed just another excuse to keep her mad like ray mad because like that, that yeah, was but her character for what gain i don't know i thought that was such a strange choice because i thought that was a good way to introduce even more tension amongst this crew in a small space yeah and then they just all the but characters are very empty but then they're trying they to emphasize like a family element like they're a family and they're having sex within the family which i might be like p- pulling way too much out yeah, of you're, this. you're probably right but but like what does that mean too like if they're a family like what does that mean yeah <laughs> i don't know mm-hmm I mean, they are a family, I guess, in a way, because they're the first family of Mars. Right. They play that song yeah. throughout the, yeah. the yeah. episode. They reinforce it. I got a mother named Mary. Like, what does a family mean now? Also, like, when they do get to Mars, are they going to try to rebuild civilization? Is that a goal? They're under the yeah. assumption that the, yeah. the Earth has been destroyed, right? Yeah, and they did say that it's just, it's a suicide mission either way, whether they stayed or go, went, because they're like, we, there's no, we'll run out of supplies before we exactly. can make it back because we don't have ground support now. And so even getting to Mars for them was like, even if we get there, nothing will happen, I think. But, you, you know, no, they did sort of position it as like i mean it is a great success that humans made it to mars that's yeah, cool. yeah. that's all they but, painted it as right. they didn't say it was going to go any further than that's, that. they break the great filter if they get to yeah. mars which is a yeah. concept they bring up and reinforce which is um an interesting interesting concept the great filter is basically talking about if civilization can travel off world then we've passed the great filter. That's like the big sign of like you can extend out into civilization. Yeah. But if you if you can't, then that's why there's no life on other planets because the great filter is such this hard thing to overcome, mm-hmm. which is getting to another planet that no species has ever done it ever. Yeah. In the show, they that specifically mm-hmm. they specifically paint it as does it does any society that gets technologically advanced enough that it can destroy itself before it does the great filter posits that life in the universe is very very rare it's hard to start harder to continue the test of life is can an advanced life form make it to another planet before it destroys itself most advanced life fails 
That's why we never encounter any other civilizations. They destroy themselves before we can reach them. They do destroy themselves yes. under their... Yes, and that's kind of the idea in the their, episode uh, is that that did... Yeah, that the humanity did that. They did both, essentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. which is why it's interesting where, you know, at the end we have the, the, the reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get into that. Let's talk about Jerry. So, oh right! So, oh yeah. right! We've got to get into Jerry. He's the oh, one like about that. character that I actually. He's the care one guy that actually had a personality. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he got he had a change. And they mm-hmm. were hating on him from the from day one. The captain was so mean he to him at that annoying. dinner. He was a he little was. bit annoying. He was definitely annoying. But I'm like, she she was being mean. Mm-hmm. To him. Yeah, I I don't know if he was being annoying. I think he was just being himself. But he was like, being yeah. I think I think he was also trying to make a conversation. Sure. He's socially awkward. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And there nobody's in a mood to. Have I think and yeah, I think that has more to do with humor it. him. I think they did mention too, like when they're going around talking about like everyone being on this mission. They mentioned it like and like, hey Jerry, and like you beat out how many candidates to get this spot? And he's like five thousand and eleven. Like exactly. Like he yeah. knows. So like it, I think that was portraying him as someone who's like, man, like I am re- the best at what like whatever I do, mission special. He's like an overachiever. Yeah. So he's he's very much one of those guys where it's like I know a lot. I know, like, and I'm. I need to tell you how much I know. Mm-hmm. So Jerry first gets kind of set off to something happening when he sees that vision in the iPad, and then he kind of goes on this like mission of himself to hunt down things that might be a little bit off. Mm-hmm. He's even keeping notes in this book. We're not quite sure what he's really taking notes of. Yep. There's an interesting scene where it's a POV of him like washing off his face in a mirror. This is another good, I think, yeah. misdirect shot because I was definitely expecting him to look in the mirror and like something in the mirror would be different be because spooky. it's a POV shot and be spooky. Mm-hmm. But because they keep looking away and then going back to the mirror and then looking away and going back. But no, it's just a cool POV shot of him washing, and then he, then he goes and inspects the toilet. Mm-hmm. Or There's like mm-hmm. gasket. There's yeah. a gasket inside that you would that you would expect to form crystals or something. Yeah. Based, if you're actually you know on a long voyage in space or something. Yeah, he says like moisture would collect around that gasket, and it hasn't. It hasn't in hundred some days they've been in space, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's his proof that they never left Earth. Right, something is wrong. And so, so he goes and tells everybody his findings. Yes, and he's speaking like way too fast, and the crew vitals person is like humoring him, and everything's going okay. But the second that that Jerry drops the bomb that they're being watched. All hell breaks loose on the spaceship, and there's a solar flare happening. Yeah, yeah. Like at it, the exact yeah. time. And in Jerry's mind, it's beams. like, oh, like they can hear us, and they're mad that I've figured it out. So mm-hmm. now they're trying to just distract us with right. this fake emergency. He right. thinks they moved them off into another ship when mm-hmm. like the a simulator is about to happen. Yeah, and it's all under a simulation. It's all they call. He says it's an endurance test. Mm-hmm. And that's what he claims is that they're still on the planet. Earth. And this is, and then he emphasizes here with the title of the episode, the six uh, degrees, degrees of, freedom. of freedom, where it's like that's the type of simulator they're in, where it simulates all the six directions you can move in a three D space. He's over the airlock. He's going to get sucked out into the vacuum of space, not just into the vacuum of space, but into a fucking solar flare. So he keeps repeating that, you know, six degrees of freedom is like sort of his catchphrase at that point because he's just convinced they're in a simulator, not in space. There's red lights going off in the whole ship. Things exploding. Everyone's hands on deck, get in the cockpit. We got to figure this out. 
they do some maneuvering to maneuver on the solar flare. Jerry's, he doesn't care. He knows it's all fake. They shut down the cockpit, like, leaving Jerry. They keep begging him to come, and he just doesn't do it. Mm -hmm. And he goes out and opens, like, a hatch, and there's just fire. Yeah, he goes to prove to them that they're not actually in space. He's like, I'm just going to open the airlock. You'll see. And it's really cool. Like, they do a slow-motion shot. The entire living space fills up with, I don't know if it's fire, but all the stuff in it starts floating around and being destroyed. and. I think there should be, like, more damage than there is, but... Yeah, well, they, like... So, they, they have, like... They explain away the gravity on the ship, and the early on, where they, like, spin the ship. And so, the, they had to rotate it for the flare to hit, let it hit their, like, heat shield or whatever. Okay. And so, they lost gravity, which is why everything starts floating around again, which is why you secure your stuff in a spaceship. <laughs> I was mad at Jerry, because when they first launched, like, he, like, holds up a pen right when they're about to do their next yeah. burn. And I was like, dude, that burn's gonna hit, and that pen's gonna go flying through somebody's face. Like, you always hold on. It's a, you know, if you watch The Expanse, <laughs> it's a big deal. Uh, but, I, yeah, it just fly, falls back into his hand. And that actually came up later because I was think I because, I, again, I had that hunch right away when they talked about the the wind, the one window. I was like, oh, they're not even going to leave her. That's going to be exactly like the air, I shot an arrow into the sky episode. And but then, like, the pen does go weightless and then drop back into his hand. And I was like, oh, OK, like never. Maybe not. And then Jerry brings that up. He's like, I let go of my stylus just to see. And he's like, and then it went up in, in the air like we were weightless. And I was surprised. Like, even Jerry was like, I definitely didn't think it would mm-hmm. and he's like i'm trying to figure that one out so far <laughs> well he brings it up to the six degrees of freedom that's how they yeah. were able to do the pen they were electric right. gravity yeah which is interesting because like if you've ever done like i don't know i i know you've done it but there's like at disney world there's the mission to mars simulator thing which is a centrifuge and they spin you around in it but you don't know that like you strap into these seats and they spin you is and that, you i've been to alien attack is that oh, what it man. is <laughs> alien attack was awesome that's lilo and stitch now it's oh. a stitch attack Ooh. Uh, no, but they, you like, it's an Afghan, you strap you into these seats and then simulate traveling to Mars. And it's cool because of the centrifuge effect. You feel like you're blasting off. Like you feel like she's, but then you so get is it a gravitron. I assumed you did when we were down there, but it's like a oh, gravitron. It is, but it's, oh. they, they do make you feel weightless at a couple of moments. Just the way they manage to spin you and like just destroy your reality. It's really interesting how they, like, it, they can go, feel I'm very real. this right now. I'm yeah. going to go see what this just, is just like. fly down there and <laughs> yeah. real quick, see what it's yeah, like. Yeah. We are back. I'm going to call my travel agent. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot you still have one of those. So, Jerry gone. Yeah, can you book that for me? So, yeah, Jerry's gone. Jerry gone. Jerry gone. He gone. And everyone's kind of like, eh. They don't mourn him for very long. They do not. They kind of just move out. Well, they move fast. They're like, Jerry's gone. And then immediately they're like, all right, it's like two months later and we're landing. Right, because I'm still standing. (laughs) (laughs) Catherine, the crew vitals girl, checks the gasket and there are crystals. There are crystals. So it's like, Jerry was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So the aliens must like put those in there? Maybe. Or or maybe Jerry was just going crazy. and and, and I think the aliens put them there. Yeah, I know. Everything was under there. That's a Twilight Zone bit. Though, right? It's only a bit. They're right? in space. Yeah, they are, but I mean, they're being very actively watched by the I just, aliens. It's hard. To, I just thought like maybe mm-hmm. Jerry just. I don't know. He just wasn't with it enough. That's it's again. Mm. This is a very Twilight Zone bit. It's hard to you, tell. You're, it's hard to tell what's real and what's not. Which is like I think half he wasn't the point. really living in reality. But mm. I don't know. But then it was actually true. So yeah. But it was. <laughs> I, this is where I did. I was a little. I think the most disappointed with the episode because. We were talking, there's a lot of filler, I feel like, but beforehand trying to think, emphasize how much time they spend in space. There's there's not really a great way that they show it, aside from the not very good title cards. Yeah. And then (laughs) here, I was like, this was, this is a great opportunity for the crew to like deal with losing one of, you know, the six last people from Earth. 
one of them's now gone. They've been traveling and like we could see how they adapt, like cope with this over time on the way to the planet or something. But like, no, you just fast forward like right to landing. Yeah. And I was really bummed about that. I thought that was a missed opportunity. Well, he'll be missed. Yep. I'm just going to play with this Northern Gold Star hey, there's, plane. There's Chris, yeah, I did notice yeah. that. <laughs> it was very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> there was one other thing I had to pause my video to catch it, which is when someone's watching a like a video on screen. I might be thinking of the previous episode, the presidential one, when they're watching one of the YouTubes, which I didn't mention before, but when they're in the last episode, like one of the suggested videos on the side is about like a missing plane flight, which is the, the again, the nice. flight from the second one. Yeah. I was like, oh, neat. <laughs> it's always fun to catch the little things. Yeah. And then uh, the crew names in this were the same crew from I Shot an Arrow into this into this guy. The last names. I have oh. uh, Alexa Brandt, Cassie Donnellan, Ray Tanaka, Catherine Lankford, and Jerry Pearson. Yeah. The, all the, the last names were all the crew from that episode, hmm. which I would not have noticed if I hadn't rewatched it, but it was pretty cool. So they end up making fine they land on mars and there's the big reveals like it's got to open the hatch mm-hmm. so, are we in a simulator or yeah. are we on mars was jerry right mm-hmm. and they open it up and lo and behold they on mars they did like a, a weird kind of not the crane, best CG, crane up drone shot out i was half expecting that shot to move out and it was and you could see like a road in the background and it's like a mars set that they're sitting yep. on and i was like it's still gonna be a fake out <laughs> but then they're, they're actually on mars <laughs> Yes, they are actually on Mars, but mm-hmm. also... But then Jerry wakes up in the Matrix. Basically, yeah. <laughs> in the Matrix, there's these weird like wires and cord connections with he's, these like pixelated TVs. He's covered in goop. And he's mm-hmm. covered in goop. And he still has his awful beard. Yeah, which I, th- I thought was like an emphasis for the goop. I thought he, yeah. I thought he, he grew that beard for the goop. It effect. could be, it could be. He was that beard was goopy. Yeah, he was goopy. It was there was some right over his eye that kept dripping, and I was like, oh, that goop though. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So this is where it suddenly revealed that like they were part of an experiment, I guess. Well, these... aliens are talking in the background, mm-hmm. and they're talking about how they were being tested to get past the great filter, and they're it. worthy. They've been yeah. deemed worthy, which is interesting because again, in the A Traveler episode, that he talks about how like he mentions to. The, Greg Kinnear? No, the the the, the main girl. character, the woman. Yeah, Yuka. Yuka. How like he's like we like you. We you know we think you specifically deserve to like you know be a part of this. And then this that's kind of comes back up in this episode where the aliens are like, the, yeah, humans are worthy. They've passed the test, kind hmm. of thing. Yeah, they're gonna make contact. They say yes. They said they were gonna make contact. So that's I was so wondering if that was. What does that mean? Are they going to help them on Mars? Help these people specifically well, on Mars? Or are they going to help so the people on like, Earth? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Are they going to help I mean, the humans is in that, Yeah, does that, mean there are, that, does that mean the nuclear thing didn't happen on Earth? Or there are survivors and they're going to make contact with them? I think the or... nuclear thing did happen. I don't think it happened at all. Oh, see? This is a, I think, a fun I think, episode. Because they're controlling all the audio and visual inside the spaceship. That's true. The aliens are. That's true. And there's even, uh, they bring up War of the Worlds, Jerry does. Which was yes. the first viral marketing campaign, essentially, oh, for see, like a, yeah, yeah. a radio play that yeah, happened. Yeah, that's a good See, point. that makes sense. Like, the aliens There's were just testing the crew the whole time. Yeah. But the crew is still doing their thing. But the aliens were just using them as a test and finding out. That's, yeah. But then you're saying, like, they launched off and everything with, like, the people actually at NASA, like, not being able to 
to talk with them. Yeah. yeah. But they, they mean, did transfer internal controls at one point. They did. And theoretically, it won't, like, maybe the aliens theoretically if the that. aliens can control like what they heard on the ship, they can also control what NASA hears. They could right. be sending them fake reports saying, like, nope, they're all good on the ship. So. I, I think the aliens can do a lot more than we give them credit Yes. Of. I think they can cause a solar flare. Yeah. Or at least a like, hallucination <laughs> of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll probably have to watch the next episode to see, too, if it's within the same storyline, what happened? This is the first time I watched the next episode. Oh, pre- you're already preview. ahead. So oh, the preview. I know you both have seen the preview. <laughs> well, I've, you've I've seen the whole it. episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not. I want to rewatch it. But the the preview looked that interesting. That one. Um, Andy has I'm thoughts. Gonna, Andy's I'm gonna ha- clearly well, got no, thoughts. No, I just like I feel like we're gonna have to it's hold gonna, it's back gonna be a certain <laughs> things that we say. No, just let it out. It's about men, and it's, it is about. Gotta be honest. Gonna be from three men. Yeah, and a baby. But we we could be honest, yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it makes us feel. So overall, what do you feel about the twist in this episode? I enjoyed the double twist. I liked it. I yeah. liked the twists. I, I thought the twists themselves felt very good in Twilight Zone and definitely through me. I, for I don't a think loop. the end felt Twilight Zone at all. You don't think so? With that alien goop and the guy. It was like very visually modern. Visually, yes. I, I would agree with that, but I think the, like the that twist doesn't itself... doesn't happen in the old Twilight Zone series. The, the visual you wouldn't necessarily get, but I think the twist Not itself I think was... I think uh, this one and the Wonderkin, which I didn't care that episode, but I thought the twist at the end was a very good Twilight Zone twist, where the kid shows up as the doctor. That's a good Twilight Zone twist. I thought this was a good one, too, where it's like, haha, in the very last minute, you reveal that it's all part of another thing. You I think it's expect a little different. Some more modern, you gotta expect some more modern endings, yes. too. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it, they, they, I mean, the whole thing was like being 50 years to, ago. Yeah, now. Well, I think this. I mean, this series is also, I think, a, a bit less subtle than the original Twilight Zone. Not that that's a bad thing. I think that's spe- a, a very deliberate creative choice. Because and there's definitely episodes of the original series where they're clearly making a point, but they try to not look like they're making a point. Well, let's talk about what points were this episode trying to make. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, I think this one was making the same kind of points you get out of a lot of those sci-fi films, like Event Horizon or something like that. About I keep bringing up Sunshine. Crew, movie, crew paranoia. See this film. I guess this has something to do too with like just spirituality or God, like someone having control over your outcomes in mm-hmm. the background. Like yeah. Not. Yeah, not I mean, having free will. Totally. I think I think like, I do think Brad's right. Where I think if you enjoyed this episode, definitely watch Sunshine because that is a really, really good like movie. It. Very similar to this. Okay, mm-hmm. probably the most sci-fi film like this this uh, episode. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, like dealing with family. You know, I guess family's a, a huge big element. They yes. play California Dreaming in this episode. Yeah, they're always know. talking about like mom. Yeah, like d- the, mom. the mom was in the papas, I guess. So like the captain was like the, the, band, the mom right? of the group for a while. Yep. And then like she handed that over to the doctor lady because then the doctor lady like cried at one scene where she was like, I don't want to be the mom anymore. Yeah. Like, well, it was like about I guess that meant of, like yeah. the emotional baggage of what yep. everyone was going through. Well, they yeah. talk about everyone gave up something family related for the trip, whether it was like, see, like, I think one of them and their dad was dying or something and they had to leave and yeah, weren't going to be there. And then divorces and kids, all that stuff. Basically leaving behind that family for a new family hmm. they are a family now mm-hmm. they're a new totally and yet no one cared about jerry getting torched well he was the the um the he's the black know, sheep like of the family the, that yeah no exactly he's the, he's the weird uncle exactly exactly <laughs> you don't talk about him they believed jerry i know the crew vitals woman was like i believe you but we got to get in the cockpit we can talk about it later i thought i thought she was just humoring him trying to get I him into know. the chair i thought that's all it was i don't think so i think she was Doing a little of both. Interesting. Maybe. I kind of want to. Maybe I'll rewatch this. Yeah, and I thought see. her. I thought her foot was in both kind of yeah. graves. She was like, 
yeah, I believe you, and I want to talk to you, but I also yeah. want to like sit down. And, I, I agree yeah, that there could safe. be something wrong, and, like, but mm-hmm. yeah. And he like he was so driven to prove that he was right. Yes, that well, he decided that, to put himself in harm's way, even though he didn't yeah. have to. Well, that was I think they they like I mentioned they they did I think establish that with his character, where his character knows that he was like chosen out of this many candidates so he must be the best Mm -hmm. and that he is very much like a i'm so smart kind of guy so he is someone that would prove to them like look how smart i am well he was fighting the percentage open the door that's what kind of like made her go on his side is like right there's like a i I did the math there's like a zero 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 point seven like percent the chance that the nukes would have happened at the exact same time we were gonna Mm. like land it's like this doesn't make any sense yeah right and and he just like is so confident in in himself i kind of wish that like all of those little character building things, I wish it would have played up mm-hmm. and paid off. Yeah, but they I wish we got more so, of those instead of more of the. I kind of t- wish Jerry was like more killer. more stubborn, more about the paranoia, and then when he finally is wrong, he's like, "Oh, oh, gee, oh, oh, oh well." <laughs> or like people talking wrong, about sorry. Jerry off times, be like, "Yeah, I really don't like how he is so many of these character traits. Oh, it just really rubs me the wrong way." Or someone something. finds Jerry's book and like realizes there was something that Jerry missed. Yeah, like maybe he wasn't as smart as he thought he was, yeah. or he did something wrong, or that'd be pretty good. Or it's just like scribbles, like Jerry just went insane. It did look kind of scribbly when he was flipping in to write down about yeah. the crystals and stuff, and there's like stuff crossed out on a bunch of pages, and it could have been some like cube shenanigans or Event Horizon mm-hmm. shenanigans, <laughs> yes. where a character just like you think is a sane person and just like a crazy person. Jack Nicholson in The Shining, absolutely perfect example. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to just now that I'm thinking about it, and this is probably, <laughs> you guys both know this, but I guess the 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 great filter or that challenge was, mm-hmm. can these humans get to another planet yeah. despite knowing that their planet was destroyed? Do they still yeah. have the willpower to do it? Right. So they, because if that didn't actually happen, if their planet actually didn't get re- destroyed, then the aliens would reveal to them like, hey, yes. you actually do have these people yeah. back in your life, and was, they could re- reconnect them in some So, way. if they hadn't gone off the planet, then I think that was, like, the main, really, test of the aliens. Yeah, like, are they gonna go through with this? Right, yes. so it was, they was were kind of... They were, but, but, the, but the aliens were also kind of jerks, because they were like, oh, it took them to, to think their planet was destroyed to leave. I thought it was, it was, they were a little, it was a double test where they were tested, like it's, they talk about the, the great filter in terms of the entire planet destroying itself before getting to other planets. But I thought the, the actual filter test was whether or not the astronauts would destroy themselves before getting to Mars. And mm. so like, that's why they were kind of, yeah, there, paranoia needed, there needed to be and, way more conflict with happened. the characters though. Yeah. If that was true, there would have had to be more conflict than that. So yeah, I thought it kind of came to a head with Jerry's thing. The whole idea was they were, and that's why like hit the image appeared on his little PDA is like, they were kind of pushing him to be the paranoid one to mess with the rest of the group and see what happened. Yeah. They could have worked on that much but, harder then. Yeah, I don't know if it was very clear or if that actually was their intention. I might be reading way too much into it. But that's kind of the impression I got was that Mm -hmm. they make you think the filter was the nuclear launches on Earth, but it was really the conflicts on board the ship getting to Mars. So whether they could actually get to the destination or not. Yeah. Yeah. Work on that harder. (laughs) There's like too many threads. 
You gotta, yeah. gotta pull out. You gotta. Yeah, you could drop out probably two some of those full threads, tie some threads together. Some yeah, a little too long. Could have tightened this up. Could have done a better job of expressing the passage of time. Yeah, I think could could have established some more like family stuff. If that's what you're going for. Yep. If Catherine's playing with a plane, she like maybe has toys or some weird thing. Yeah. Maybe she had like her stuff gets messed with. Or, or like, like you could have also had more, more conflict, you could, or, or you could have had weird things family like family arguments happening. They ask Tina to like open the the window shutter or something, and she's like, "I can't do that." Like make it more Hal style. Like you could even bring in all the more of those elements, and or, I, some, or I, someone I, wants I, like leave the ship. I kind of would like yeah. to have that happen. Maybe mm-hmm. am I wrong for remembering that there's possibly a scene where. The one girl gave the other girl things that she could use as a dildo. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe you had a different tab what open you, while you were watching. Yeah, I was this. Saying, I'm what telling were you, you guys watching right no, after no, no, this no. episode. I know. I, I think there's no, a. I think there is a reference no. where the where the crew vitals girl like tells the captain about. She said she she them. literally had three objects that were long, <laughs> and she was like, "Here was the thing that you were asking about." Uh, okay. And gave it to her, and she's like, "I think this is gonna help." And then they didn't talk about it again, and I was like. Did she just pass her objects that she found to to use? That could be. I mean, if you're going on a long space trip, <laughs> I mean, that could you make bring sense. your dildo. Yeah. You, you, you bring your flashlights. Yep. You bring your Hitachi. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna have to start <laughs> yanking things off the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You bring your Sibian. I don't care how big. <laughs> wow. It is. Yeah. You're really, they really they gave you a lot of space. You get the names all correct and everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because uh, if, if I used to work at a sex store, I, I feel like right after that scene too. No, was, like, was that, yeah, was that believable? It, it was oh, like the way good. you said it. Good, like good, I good. Believed you it. said it exactly the same way you talk about working at Blockbuster. So I just assumed it oh, was which part one, of that. Which career one's real? And which one isn't? Was it a sex you know Blockbuster? <laughs> you should probably work at a sex shop just so I can say that I did. Just so yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of latex, I bet. That you be wearing? Yeah. That you be wearing? You, there? Have to, you have to wear a certain. You have to. Yeah. You have to dress for the job you want, you know? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> not, the, not the job you deserve. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But they, uh, they drop some F-bombs. This show sure. is always kind of surprising when, mm-hmm. I, when I hear a curse word. Finally, people get to bang on this show. Yeah. That hasn't happened yet. Yeah. That's fun to see. I halfway expected actual nudity in this episode. I thought there was going to be I a there boo, might be. but there was no... No. Yeah, there was like elbow in the way. <laughs> and <laughs> and it like, steam. It was a very nipply elbow. <laughs> and a whole lot of steam because apparently they were in the ship's sauna or something. <laughs> what the heck yeah, room were they, they in? They were like steaming it was up. like steaming out. Like there was literal steam coming up from the ground. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what the hell room are they they're, in? They're working overtime. They were in, in the uh, escape pod. <laughs> just... They're like we've got we've got one room like with a, a bunch of bunk beds, but also a full Swedish sauna in here. <laughs> yeah. Well, they need their privacy. Like yeah. those bunk beds are all in the same room. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had like they had like five. You just put a space tie on the doorknob. They have like five rooms in this uh, entire space. <laughs> I would have liked to see a little more space life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Take, taking a shot. Like one girl takes a shower. You want yeah. to see um, a girl take a shower? Well, well that's I want, what I this is about. What the day to day is. Yeah. Like, yeah what yeah, do you yeah. do? Sorry, like, I'm not right. Are no, you that, exercising? Listen, are you? And I think that I think seeing more of that I think would have helped that passage of time issue. We do see things like her doing the rowing, like the the exercising yeah. and stuff like that. But it doesn't add to anything. No, it needs. Yeah, yeah, it needs to have a purpose. It does, and I don't. I don't. I like feel maybe like a character didn't. could be telling her something that's making her upset, and that's why we're seeing her. And like that's her stress relief or something. Yeah, where she breaks it because she's like so intense thinking about something else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Ugh. know. Too many filler shots. Too long. Yeah. But Ch- I thought right. it was a solid episode, but I'm biased because I like anything space. So. You do. 
anything space. Anything I think it's a, two, I think it's a good yeah. episode overall, but <laughs> yeah. it definitely could have been edited down. Yeah, better than tweaked, I think better than Wonderkind, changed. but not quite as good as like Flight or some of the other ones. Right. I think the acting could have been better. The two characters looking alike didn't help me the first time watching. That was kind of tough. Yeah. Mm. And like everyone's kind of the same age. Like I yeah. don't like where's the old guy? Mm. Where's the old lady? Right. You know? Right. They're, <laughs> I want to see are some like different within ages. a range of what looks like 35, 30 to like yeah. maybe 45. Give me some old give mm. me an old man. Right. No. Yeah. No, we can't. 30 to 45 is what we've uh, found for you I in, guess in so. the uh, acting uh, category that bothers me a lot in like just <laughs> modern day visual media older actors just like are not around yeah i was watching venom and there's like uh, they go to nasa and like everyone's like 20 years old that's absolutely it's like where's true. the old guy in the yeah. back <laughs> here at nasa <laughs> everyone's just everyone's a supermodel it's like what's going on yeah yeah where's just like the old people in these movies these TVs. Oh, things. they come in at late night because they do the actual work. Yeah, every so often you get a, like, The Martian did a pretty good job of that. I think cause the, like the plot demanded it though, because there's like a point where they have to figure out how to use this old equipment from Mars to be able to like type something out, and they're get like these geezers. They were like, here. who on the team was on working here when that happened? And there's like three <laughs> dudes. They're like, yeah. <laughs> so like the three old guys are like figuring it out. Yeah, I don't have much more to say though. No, I'm looking forward to the next episode. California yeah. dreaming. California dreaming on such a winter day. Didn't one of them die? Didn't one of them Stop die? To ch- well, what? The band was yeah, like the, a big thing. Yeah, the main lady hmm. who was like kind of overweight. She, I think she was young when yeah. she passed away. Hmm. It's like a heart attack or something. Maybe that was Jerry. I don't know. Ooh. Maybe there's more parallels to the mamas yeah. and the papas. Yeah, because that song doesn't really make sense lyric-wise for that. It makes sense in terms of like family, yeah. and that's about it. <laughs> one song, one song's anymore. literally about family in the song, and the other one, the band references family. Tie that thread together with we a nice little bow, family. and that's all you got. Yeah, why didn't I play that one? <laughs> Sisters and me. Yeah, they can play the end of the birdcage instead. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I would like to know what happens now with them. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know that. Uh, if the aliens are going to come back. Maybe you just well, have to, you'll have to wait for season two, this Brad. Is, uh, I will wait for season two, yeah. but there are some things I want to see. Um, what if they revisited this story in season two? I want to see, yeah, maybe from the uh, NASA side, where it's like, why are they leaving? Oh. Like, like we've really lost cool. communication. Yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty could good. could be cool, yes. And they're I like, like tracking them somehow, or they're figuring it out, yeah. Yeah. And then the alien comes down at the end, makes first contact. Yeah, it's like a little reverse. Get us... Paychecks to right. Jordan. 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 <laughs> Jordan with the swish. Peel Jordy, us off get some of that here. cash. <laughs> we'll write a Twilight We song. just really want the cash. <laughs> I mean, I'll write. I'll I mean, for like, it. of course. Like, we could, we could, we could spat some ideas Bang out. Bang something out. Yeah, yeah you know. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll leave a bunch of threads no one knows about. Right. We can do right. that. Right. Andy knows enough old Twilight Zone to put the references in. We're yeah. fine. We got Tina, them. Talking Tina, that's a thing. Talking Tina, of course. <laughs> 
I did wonder if the AI was supposed to be referenced to that or not, but then it didn't do anything. It's a Tina that talks. Yeah, I guess, but it didn't wasn't creepy evil like I was hoping. Yeah, yeah, it could, yeah just at least like use her voice or something. Yeah, that, I was expecting that. Although, kind of, like, it's a doll, so it's kind of like a weird. It would be a really weird repetitive. voice for like an AI. They're like, they could have the characters comment on it. Why did they make such a creepy ass voice for our freaking <laughs> Alexa in this ship? Or Jerry yeah. changes it. I thought this would be more comforting. Oh, God, Jerry. God damn it, Jerry. See, this explains why everyone hated him. <laughs> I'm talking Tina, and you're going to die. <laughs> Jerry, uh, oh God, I, I the spaceship is going to kill us. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, why'd you do this? I've been checking the numbers, and there's no crystallization. <laughs> I looked at the gasket. <laughs> Jerry, that's nice, but can you please revert the voice on freaking Tina? There's other things to worry about. No, Jerry, do this one thing, and then we'll talk about your thing. There's no time. <laughs> it's right now. It's a All right, I We're in the go. Matrix. There's yeah. a solar flare coming. I'm going to go check. I'm going to go surf this flare. <laughs>